I got a game uh, from Gamefly, Infamous Second Son. Have you played this game before? Maybe. I've definitely heard of it. Yeah, it's... I've never played the other ones, but this is like a different character than the other character in the other games. But it, the, it's a pretty funny game because you're you're playing as this like super cool like Native American guy who's like living on the res. You're like spray painting stuff and like he, you know you're you're mischievous at the beginning. And uh, there's like this old fat Native American who's like, oh, I'll cover for you. I won't tell the police you're spray painting because your brother's a cop and everything. And it's like. Thanks, uh, whatever your name is. And then he touches this guy and gets superpowers. And then you that I'm not sure how all that works because I haven't played the other games. But then you're presented with a choice where you like have to choose your path of being like good and evil. And it's like either let this other superpower bad guy torture this fat old lady or like, you know, reveal yourself and say like, oh, yeah, I'm the superpower guy you're looking for. Um, So, you know, I just decided it'd be more fun if I do the uh, bad guy path. So I just like, yeah, torture that old lady, but it, it's just really goofy because they set it up. So like, you're supposed to care about this lady and the character would definitely choose to do that, but you can just choose to not do it and just totally go off the rails from there. It, Cause it makes no sense that he would do this. Like given what you've seen from the character already, he just becomes like a uh, native American, Jesse Pinkman. And he's just like a fucking, shitty asshole like that it's like oh yeah thanks bitch for the thing he doesn't call her a bitch but he may as well but it's awesome he's and he's like shadow the hedgehog you're just like needlessly murdering people which you can just choose to do so it's really fun and your brother's like a cop and your brother's like oh there's cops here don't kill cops and then it's like well immediately i'm killing cops obviously fuck that yeah right you're the bad (laughs) guys you're the hero i am yeah i really am the hero it's like how could killing cops be bad but um, so I did that. And then he like scolds you and stuff. And that's really all you get. Complete turn from like the character that they're trying to introduce to you and establish his like character traits. And you could just immediately throw it in the trash. So it's pretty funny. Um, it's supposedly a short game, but I only played like a little bit of it. So it was cool. I recommend it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I would. I would absolutely rather be a super villain than a superhero. I'm not Superman. I don't give a shit about everyday common life. Fuck that lady. Let her die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Fuck the res. How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) Not the res. Well, that's, that's what he said. Basically. It's like, Oh, fuck, fuck the tribe. He he said, fuck the members of the res. That's his hometown. The res itself is cool. Yeah. Okay. So this land is cool. Have you started watching Longmire yet to get further caught up on the res? No, I haven't. But I figure this game is good enough. It's basically Longmire the game, it sounds like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it is cool. I do like that, that it becomes very cartoonish in the super villainy. I got to work 311 the other day. That was cool. Oh, man. I haven't seen them live in like 15 years. I bet that was cool awesome bro they used to be the everyone all the weed people love them that's like just the same shitty like reggae band as like all the other ones right like sublime is the same thing and um what's another one there was another one wasn't there i don't know 
Um, I swear there was. I can't think of it, but all those stoner bands just sound exactly the same to me. They're way better than Sublime. Uh, I don't hear a difference. Have way more pop chart success, right? And more hits. But yeah, I got I got a nice little contact high going on from that show the other night. Oh man, I bet. Quite the perk. Yeah. Not even your fault. No. Can't even get mad at you. All right, you ready to get this boat in the water? I sure am. Let's set sail to adventure. Giraffes have black tongs, comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. Today we're talking about Strike Force Volume 2. We're talking about Mario Bros. the movie, the comic. I got a Walking Dead update and Why the Last Man. Strike Force was so good last week that we've decided to just wrap up the series conclusion this week. Yeah, so let's wrap that shit up. All right, Strike Force Volume 2. Uh, what'd you think about this one? So this one immediately fell off the rails and was just the dumbest, worst fucking thing ever. Like, Issue 7, they introduced Deadpool because anytime you have a Marvel like mix-up, mash-up team, you have to have yeah, Deadpool, Deadpool cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's now the king of Staten Island, which has been renamed Monster Island for some reason. It's full of monsters somehow. Yeah, it's, it, but um, most of them are just insect people, not really monsters. Like, I didn't see a, a single monster character in this entire book. They're what all is, just What do insects. monsters look like to you? Are they like a di- they need scales or Like, fur? Man-Thing is a fucking swamp monster. He's a monster. Though Any of the thousand of werewolf characters, those are all monsters. Is Hulk a monster? Yeah. Okay. He's a gamma rage monster. Okay. None of them are appear anywhere on this island. We could have used some man wolf. Fuck yeah. It's probably busy in space doing space wolf things though. Probably. Classic man wolf. But yeah, for whatever reason these last like three or four issues of this thing just focus all on Deadpool and his bug people and the strike force plays like it seemed like it was a handball game, but it was a, a fighting game version of handball where they're on a team with jerseys and they're fighting some bug people, monsters. And Jessica Drew is technically, she got teed up. She got a technical foul and had to sit in a penalty box, kind of hockey style for some reason. And then they had to do like a one-on-one face off to like cancel out her technical foul this is it's so fucking dumb I don't know why we had to waste like three issues on this fucking stupid thing and that that was like the finale too, the monster cage match and I don't understand why they were doing it in the first place because like they meet Deadpool and then they move on they're like all right let's go to do whatever the fuck then they have one issue that's just about thinning out the team until like only Angela remains to sword fight with Freya for like a minute. 
And then um, somehow like the whole team at the end of the issue just finds their way back to like what seems like a magical, like mystical dimension where fucking whatever they were looking for was being hidden. And I can't seem to remember anything. Svartalheim? I don't know. But like, I do like that after Blade comes and rescues Angela by this like magic weird robot monster or horse that he's riding and he's taking her back and it's kind of like, um, magically it's kind of like that ewok fight in the one star wars movie where like they just perfectly lead all the bad guys into the little like tree canopies where all the rest of the strike force team just already happened to have found their way there and taken position to flank them as they entered the woods somehow yeah it was uh cool yeah and then we and then we rescued that little king kid virus monster bug guy or the no he was like a a spore monster that guy we rescued him and his dying off people and we gave him a home on monster island and then the very last issue is that fucking stupid handball game but the handball game seemed to award the uh fungus king like his freedom or something and he like fooled or jessica drew had a plan to like do play this game and then switch places with uh the fungus king because he has his uh he has that shape-shifting thing so he would be posing as spider woman and then they won and then for like what what is that he they like buy his freedom or something was he captured i think that his people get to live on monster island is is the deal oh because they they were like a dying off uh breed of as guardians and they they were desperately trying to find a new home that's why they went to midgard in the first place okay well all right i i guess i feel that i probably could have skipped this volume too it really oh fuck we definitely should have yeah i regretted this, this pick a... instantly when i saw deadpool cameo well deadpool is the best so part he's hilarious classic deadpool always goofing off yeah, he was really goofy. One of my notes that I do have here, I think it's the very, I think it's issue seven when uh, they first run into Deadpool. And he said, he goes up to Blade and he says, the last movie he saw Blade in, he was hunting Parker Posey and some sexy dude. Referencing Blade Trinity, which is the one Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool actor, was in. But Ryan Reynolds no. isn't the male character he's referencing here. I think that was Triple H, the like pro wrestler guy. Ryan Reynolds is the guy who gets beat up by the two of them. So that was a, a weird little like shout out there to that other guy. That must mean that canonically Blade is Wesley Snipes in the Marvel universe. So that's cool. Yeah, it's official he's doing movies. Yeah, that's great news. Secret identity is Wesley Snipes. Uh, the, the king of the, the bugged people is named Don Bugini. Yeah. Cool. Hilarious. And then one of the people on his handball team, he was number 74 and he was called the blip and he was a giant electricity monster who fought Monica Rambeau to wipe out the technical foul and they just disappeared each other. Yeah. This thing was fucking awful. Do not read this shit. You're wasting your time if you do. Yeah, we certainly wasted our time reading it. That's 14 hours of my life I'll never get back. That's how long it took oh, me to get through this shit. You're a slow reader. <laughs> I'm a very slow reader. 
And I got super annoyed. Plus, people kept like coming up to me and like asking questions and shit. I, oh, oh yeah. Them. Also, I got to read all of these while I was being paid for work, which was great. Yeah, that is great. That's the best way to do it. Fuck yeah, that's the only way I'm doing it from now on. That's what I miss most about my teaching job is reading all this shit at work. All right, you want to hear some reviews? Uh, yeah, sure. The short. Read some positive. fucking reviews, you cuck! Well, we'll just have to stay tuned and find out how positive they are. So, five stars. You will oh, want more. What? Why was this title canceled? It's fun and I want more. And that's it. I beg to differ, sir or madam. See the last uh, 10 minutes when we were talking about it. That's that's why. Unless, unless you're like a, a eight-year-old child who's just learning to read. And you're like, oh, it's a funny Deadpool character from all those commercials. And it's fucking monster bug people. Ha ha ha. It's like a bug's life. Come to Marvel. How fun. Maybe Bikini. in that instance you would think it was good. Maybe. Maybe. All right. And the other guy says two stars. The story is lacking. The characters have potential, but the story is boring. Two stars is very generous as well, I think, to be honest. Like, I mean, that's a pretty, that's not a very uh, scathing review for two stars either. It's like, yeah, it's kind of boring. All right. Well, that, that's all the reviews, though. So thank God that's over. Yeah, I, I hope they revive this and come out with volume three at some point in the future. We'll stay, we'll, we'll stay tuned. They stomped it out like Mario stomps turtles out. Super Mario Bros. The movie. Well played. The comic. This was uh, better. I mean, this was nice uh, and short. Like, this is easy to read. It was very short. Well, I mean, that's only because they canceled it after volume four yeah. where they're just getting ready to start the battle. Like, this yeah, this was, is this is certainly this unfinished. A huge miss. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I thought it was. So like this takes place immediately after the movie. If you remember at the end of the movie, Daisy comes in while they're making spaghetti and their wife beaters or whatever, like sweating um, in their apartment. And she's like, oh, you guys aren't going to believe this. And then we get to see what happens. That was the biggest cliffhanger ever. When the fuck was the last time you watched the Super Mario Brothers movie? Uh, A long, long time ago. But I just remember that because it's like just peach comes in at the end of the movie or fuck it's not peach i thought it was peach until i read this um so i remembered it wrong but yeah no daisy she's just like oh yeah you guys aren't gonna believe this and then it's like credits rolled i I don't know why i remember that but i remember that i don't remember any part of the movie except for those god-awful yeah they're like the tiny headed dinosaur people were the bad guys like goombas yeah that was a that was very creepy that was was very memorable yeah, that was terrible. And Bowser, who played Bowser? That was wasn't that Dennis, the bad guy from Speed, uh, Dennis Hoskins? Yeah, someone I, I can't remember the name now. But yeah, Bowser was like not a turtle; he's just a guy with like hair gel. I really didn't like how different Mario and Luigi looked from uh, Bob Hoskins and uh, John Leguizamo in this. Uh, that was that was a bit of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, even like they, they even had like a tribute to uh, Bob Hoskins and the one issue where they just like have the comic book version that doesn't look like him. So, you know, that's them. 
legally safe versions, I guess. I suppose. Versions that they probably don't have to like pay royalties to is my guess. Right, yeah. Like the Ouija has like those cool like emo high school dude like gauge earrings for some reason. Yeah. He's like this big tall like ripped handsome dude. Well yeah, I mean gotta gotta make him ripped. Well I think with Luigi you just need to make him not fat and tall, right? Because Mario's like short and fat and Luigi's like tall and not fat. He's not skinny, but he's not really not fat compared to Mario. I really hated the switching back and forth between for some reason when when Daisy goes to New York City and she goes to Mario Mario's home, it's all in color. And then when we go back to Daisy's world, it's all black and white. I was really getting irritated with that switching back and forth. Like, why would you not make the comic book world the color part as opposed to like the, the quote unquote real world? make that black and white because you're only going to be in there for like two pages at max maybe yeah but it wasn't black and white in the movie the real world so like continuity you know it, none of it was black and white in the <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i just feel like they were they just didn't color it to like save money right like they're like really trying to do it on the cheap they didn't finish it obviously so they're like oh no we're doing it real cheap we're not we're not coloring like half the page every other page is black and white it's artistic or maybe cheap they were ahead of the game like you know how in comic books now yeah i try to think of one as an example but like it'll show like spider-man in new york city and it'll say new york present day earth one six one six and then like it'll do a flash because it's a time traveling like bullshit multiple multi-universe type of issue and then it'll show miles morales in his earth or whatever universe the ultimate universe is numbered i don't know 1682 or whatever new york city maybe instead of like doing that in the corner of the first page they just decide to color a page or leave it black and white and that's how you tell it's one world as opposed to the other yeah they do it in breaking bad when they go to mexico they just have the sepia filter that's and how you know it's Mexico. You don't have to say Mexico. It's like, yeah, Breaking Sepia, Bad, it's Mexico. Breaking Bad, attributed, uh, credited, uh, this create Super Mario Brothers, the movie, part two, the book, as uh, the creator of that. He gave credit where credit was due. Oh, Vince, yeah. Vince Gillum was a giant fan of this comic series. Little known oh, yeah. fact. He was. He was. Everyone knows that. Vince Gilligan. Bravo, Vince. Oh, Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Um, also, I like the, uh, I, I mean, I like the post-apocalyptic Shy Guys. I thought that was pretty cool. Shy Guys were the coolest part of this entire book, hands down. They looked badass as hell. They did. <laughs> Which is like funny. I, I just like how badass they look. Same with Toad. When Toad puts that mask on, um, he looked pretty cool. Like it, it's it's like a post-apocalyptic Toad-shaped toad dick helmet. I thought Toad was just Jughead from the Archie books, to be 100% yeah. honest. Well, like, that's what yeah, he looked that like. Makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like when he takes off the hat because like, then he has a stupid haircut, like the spiral haircut. I, I think no, that was in cool. the movie, wasn't it? I don't that's, remember that's Toad like. being in the movie at all. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe he was. Dude, I haven't seen that movie in like 37 years. should watch it again. It's classic. Yeah. 
Toad has a punk band too, which is weird. I guess he just like plays guitar and then and then rocks. Rocks out, yeah, whatever. Something like that. That's why he's got the cool spiral haircut. It's futuristic yeah, and punk rock. <laughs> right. And so like they have all this goofy shit, but then like Mario and Mario and Luigi are still like super they're kind of like grounded more so than the rest of the characters and the goofiness that goes on. Cause there, there's like a, there's a lot more plumbing in this than Mario usually does. Like in the games is, you know, like, yeah, he's a plumber, but then like he goes in a pipe and that's it. And this one, they're like, no, we got to fix these pipes to solve this problem. Like, give me that L pipe, Luigi, hand me the fucking thing. And uh, I'm going to put it in this pipe. There's a lot of pipe work it, going on here. It reminded me a lot more of the old, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Because mm. they used to like have little segments where they would actually like talk about, or not they, because I think it was the Mario only. I don't think Luigi was on that, but he used to okay. like make references to all kinds of like plumbing problems and shit. It's like, hey, this toilet's clogged on the show. I got to fix it right now. Yeah. Let's, let's go to a commercial plunger. break while I fix this. I got to fix this toilet. I got to take a fucking shit. That was the ultimate segue into their commercial pitches, yeah. Yeah, it was. It's good. <laughs> I wonder if, like, because it's weird that, because it's a Japanese property, right? Like, Mario. But, like, for some reason, he's Italian. So I'm, I'm guessing, like, the creator of the Mario Bros just, like, saw, like, a fat Italian plumber working in Tokyo for some reason in the 80s. And, you know, he just like sees a, the fat plumber just sees a turtle and he's like, oh, and then he just stomps on it. And he, that's where he got the idea. <laughs> like, that's kind of like where, what, where, where my head goes when I see Mario doing all this plumbing. It's like, man, he must have just saw like this big fat plumber and just, he just hated turtles and just stomped on it. Cause he, or maybe he's like afraid of turtles and it surprised him. So he just somehow, even though turtles are really slow. Or just jumps on it with two feet or something like that. Like I, I don't know. Something hilarious happened and we have Mario now because of it. Thank God that happened. I know. Then we wouldn't have this comic. Also, I never realized that their last name was Mario. So his name That's is Mario Mario and Luigi yeah. Mario. That is That's something from the movie. That's something that came from the movie. I remember this detail, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's stupid, but that's why they're the Mario bros. It's yeah, not because of Mario. It's because their it's their last name that they share. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but it's still mind-blowingly fucking moronic that his name is Mario Mario. Yeah, their parents were retarded. You couldn't think of any other like stereotypical like Italian like mafia name to go with. Like, yeah, right. Jesus fucking Christ. They call them like Linguini Mario. And Luigi Mario. That's a, it's too similar. Spaghetti. Don Mario. Don, okay, yeah. He's the boss of he's he's like the boss of the uh plumbing mob or whatever the fuck. Yeah. That would have been perfect right there. He was like <laughs> I mean, just the, the Italian thing though, um going back to like that first scene with them in the in their apartment. Mario is like has a an enormous pot. He's making like spaghetti to feed like ten people for just like Mario, Luigi, and Mario's girlfriend, and that's it. And it, it's just the the biggest pot you've ever seen. Like one of those really deep things that you make chili in for like a for a party with like 
No, it's not a crock pot. It's a really deep paint or really deep pot that you put on the stove. And then you've uh, put enough spaghetti to feed like a few elephants wait, in there. And wait, then... so you're saying it's this dramatic if you're making spaghetti with it. But if you're making chili, it's the go to sized pot. It's the go to sized pot because you make chili for like a thousand people at wait, a time. How... It's a chili pot. I don't know. It's a spaghetti pot. It's a basic size spaghetti pot. It might be even a little small. No, it's Spaghetti's not. A, it's not awesome, too dude. small. You, you no, it's not. You don't half-ass spaghetti, man. <laughs> it's like a ten-gallon pot. There's, a, there's, you could fit so much yeah, shit in that. That's pot. enough for three people. Maybe seconds for <laughs> Mario, and possibly if you're lucky, lunch tomorrow morning. <laughs> I don't know how if the fuck Mario... you do spaghetti, but it sounds like you don't know how to make spaghetti, Donnie. Mario's girlfriend has to like wait for him to eat first, and then she gets whatever's left over. <laughs> Who was that girl? They didn't even say a word to her. He's just like, hey, stay in the apartment. I'm going to go with this other girl. Help yourself. <laughs> yeah, there to the was spaghetti. zero explanation. <laughs> like he wasn't like, oh, yeah, we were in this other world helping this princess. And she and my brother are fucking now. She just shows up and he just bails on his girl. And he's like, hey, we're going to go to this other world. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> I would be a little upset if I was Mario's girlfriend. You know, maybe she's just very submissive and just Mario's like, you know, hey, stay, stay here. Make sure the spaghetti's ready when I get home. Make sure the spaghetti's hot. I don't know when I'll be home, but just make sure it's hot when I get there. Yeah. Watch my spaghetti bowl. <laughs> it's a lot of oh, spaghetti. Yeah. Man, speaking of Mario saying stuff, I have a note here. Mario said the word shit at one point in time. Oh, yeah, did you he did. That? I did. <laughs> yeah. Mario's saying shit. Wait, we're, we're like this, this is another it's another step closer to mario saying cunt is which which i've always wanted to see so we're, we're inching toward that that goal i hope one day to see mario saying cunt he probably did like between the panels uh to that to his girlfriend oh that's obviously what was implied <laughs> way before daisy showed up that's what was yeah. going on oh, yeah Right before domestic. this thing. That's why she's not saying anything. She's shocked. She's terrified. And she's just she's never heard Daisy the word saved her so life. Times. There's yeah. a big domestic disturbance going on there. There Mario is. Mario just beating the shit out of his girlfriend and Luigi. Oh, it, Mario also, he mentioned that like he was like on the roof with Daisy or something. And, and he's like, oh, like right there. That's where uh, that's where I got locked up in prison right there. So Mario went to prison for something, which is pretty funny. <laughs> He's like really blue collar. Like they, they are so grounded, Mario and Luigi. It's it's crazy. Just make them a little goofier. I don't I don't know why they're so like serious. They're relatable characters now. That's why. They are, yeah. Yeah. I love their blue collar adventures. They're the Sandman of uh video game yeah. tie-ins. Yeah, they're like Sandman and the Thing, that duo. The Sandman brothers. The thing's last name is Sandman also. <laughs> And Sandman's last Brothers. name was also Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the last note I had about this was uh, Mario makes an analogy, so- something about like, you have to lay down your pipes with love. He's like talking about laying pipe. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I like the name of the uh, Daisy world. It was called Dino Hatton instead of Manhattan where Mario and yeah. Luigi lived. That was fun. Yeah. Fun. Um, had the Venus, the piranha plants make a cameo. That was cool. In the greenhouse and 
Dino Haddon. Like that. And then my other, my very last note was just about the insane, the random like conclusion of the series to like, <laughs> like the shy guys are coming from another world to like start a big battle and like Bowser's number two has taken over like his entire organization. Yeah, it's Wart. It's who? Wart from Super Mario Brothers 2. Never. It's like a crocodile or frog thing or something, but he's just like an old man in this. Yeah, and he's readying the troops to attack, and Mario and Luigi are like, hey, brother, you ready to go and save the day again? He's like, I guess so, and then end. That is the conclusion yeah, of the nothing book. Nothing else ever. Yeah, <laughs> conclusion of this iteration of Mario, too. I hope they finish it sometimes. We should, we should, uh, we should sign a petition or something. Let's is, get it started. Is Mauser in the games? Like Meowser? Isn't that, isn't that Bowser with the cat? Cat Bowser? Is that it? I don't know. Are you talking about he cat Bowser? Playing a scientist with Luigi and Daisy. Oh, when they Mouser. Went to the greenhouse. That was Mouser. I said Mouser. Oh, I, I, I think I thought it was Mouser. Okay, no, I don't know that guy. That was weird to have a scientist character there. I only want characters based on the characters from the game. I'm not interested in Mouser. That's like a Matrix name. All right, anything else about this? I think that's all I had. Absolutely read this. It's the easiest yeah. four-issue thing you will ever read. It took like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, it was great. I and it ends on the greatest of all cliffhangers ever. All you know, all of the issues just ended in weird places too. Actually, just the the they don't end on a high note. They just end on like, oh, we arrived at our destination. End comic, and then go to the next issue. It, it's 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 a weird book, but I recommend it. It was hilarious. This is the first review you'll ever hear of it too. So I, I couldn't find this shit anywhere, except on that website. But yeah, recommend. Watch the movie and then watch this to find out exactly what happens after the movie all right uh let's move on though so i don't know why the last man i guess fuck these comic book shows all right what'd you think of why the last man is decent i i decided last night to just sit through and watch all three episodes that are currently out yeah i did that too so I, I enjoyed it well enough. I think it's a well put together thing. I mean, you remember when FX used to make good dramas like Terriers and Terriers, so, yeah, you know, it's, this is a good one. This is the best thing since Terriers. It's the best thing since Terriers that you've seen from FX. <laughs> that from FX. Are you, are you sure? Drama, about dramas. Yes. Dramas. Why? What else is there? <laughs> What, like Justified or something? Justified, it would absolutely blow it out of the water. Are you <laughs> kidding? You didn't like Justified? No, I like Justified. I'll rewatch. I'll rewatch Justified a thousand times any day of the week, man. I'm still currently doing that. Wait, what other dramas did they make? I mean, they other had than... Sons of Anarchy, which everyone loves. Yeah, I thought I it was okay at one. best. I don't give a fuck about Sons of Anarchy. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but it was okay. Fat um, motorcycle guys. They had one season of that show about like... It was like some king and he was like called the bastard executioner or something. I don't remember that one. It was made it was after Sons of Anarchy ended. It was made by the same guy. They had the fighter. I remember the fighter. I, what is the fighter? It's just Isn't about that a, a boxer. reality like UFC show? No, no, no. It was about a, like a boxer 
and it was a FX drama and everyone watched one episode and then no more because it was boring as fuck. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I just remember that because they had a shitload of ads for it back in the day and I, it stuck with me and it just immediately got canceled. Hmm. All right. But yeah, I mean, this was solid. Like, yeah, it was the, uh, the, the, I don't know what she is. She's like Congress president's number one, like right hand man, like bodyguard lady. That girl oh, is insanely yeah. badass in this show. She was I still don't understand her sure. deal though. Like, I guess we'll find out her deal as we will. I'll, I'll keep watching the show. I enjoyed it enough. Yeah. Cause they were, they did like a little bit of a flashback to like her taking ballet classes while she was sleepwalking yeah. and she almost walked off the side of a cliff for some reason. Like, yeah, at least we're giving her some kind of character background. So that's good. I guess good storytelling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She was a, she's a standout character, but very, yeah, I don't know. Mysterious. I, love, I also love how like she gives zero fucks about human life as well. Like so her and two pilots are sent to New York and they're actually looking for the president's daughter, uh, Hero. But when they go to her apartment, they find why the last man, York. And they take it back to the president. And like the one pilot the entire time you can tell like oh she's like two seconds away from just like revealing this and spilling the truth so she needs to be taken care of and so finally she like tricks them and she's like oh you guys are such great heroes i need your help you're the only two i can trust and they're like all right fine we'll we'll fly this plane for you this helicopter and we'll help you out and then she immediately like short circuits it or she does something to the i don't know how the helicopters work the mechanical functioning yeah. parts to it and it just instantly crashes and it kills both of them and i love how like she does that and then the very next time there's like two campers they're set up in a camp right after they land the plane or the helicopter and two women show up to the campsite and they're like trying to like sniff around to see if this lady has any protection or they're just trying to take whatever they can from her and she's like two seconds away from just like shooting them both and instantly killing them and then Yark just like runs on him with a stick like an asshole to save their lives. Fuck Yark. That guy is such a little pain in the ass little bitch. He is, yeah. I love how she keeps telling him like, shut the fuck up and just do the fuck what I say. We're only doing this to try to save humanity, you fucking idiot. Like seriously, like they go to the, the swap market and like I think it's episode two. And he thinks he sees his girlfriend for a second and so he starts just wandering around after she tells him to stand put stay put and not wander off and get into trouble and he immediately does the opposite of that and he goes into this area that's restricted and it's all these cops and they're like drawing their weapons and they're about to shoot him and then they take off his mask and they seize a man so they've already blown their cover the truth and then she has to come and like fucking save him and that's when she's all ultimate badass she takes the shit out of these cops she didn't kill him which that sucked that would have been great if she killed him yeah she, like she should have been dead cop. cops truth yeah right but she lets him live and she kneecaps one during that scene though is when like when he gets caught he tries to play it off like oh i'm a trans you got you got any tea i need some tea or testosterone like how he kind of played it off like that because i mean that is true like all the female to male uh trans people are still alive as well so it's and that's that's the story of this just to, to catch up everyone listening here the 
the story is like all the men die suddenly, so it's only the women left, except for the so one York man, and his monkey. Last man. Yeah. And his monkey for some reason, who is a man. I forget the name of the monkey though. Did they say it at all in the show? They had to have. Ampers- ampersand. That's right. Fuck yeah. They said it like a thousand times. I don't know how you didn't hear it. That's like the only thing they've said. They said the entire thing. It's just ampersand, ampersand, ampersand. It's every I line hear it said once. <laughs> My hearing might be going. They said it all the time. He was even calling it a cute nickname, Amp, to like save time because they were saying it so often. He was calling it Amp. Anyway, yeah, there's a monkey too. It's uh, it's fun, I guess. The best uh, I, little, I don't remember what, shit about what the comic. Cartoon little guy. What do you mean? You, it's, it's fun, I guess. Well, the monkey didn't do enough, though. They're just like, oh yeah, I have a monkey, and he the monkey's just like, yeah, I'm got here. Why caught? That was cool. That's yeah, but drama. I want to see the monkey like do more stuff. Like, there's one scene where he's throwing Cheetos at at Yurik, and uh, I wanted to see more of that. Well, we're only, only three I only episodes got in. I mean, you don't want to blow all the monkey's big scenes like in the first couple episodes of the series. You got to hook people. You showed a monkey on TV. How are you not hooked instantly? <laughs> Just anytime Come there's a on. monkey on TV. Yeah. So the other thing too is like we're kind of jumping around with time a little bit. But I, I, from what I can tell, we're at, at most two months in, I think. I think that's that was what it was about with the tally marks. I couldn't count them fast enough. But like just they're just like leaving all the dead bodies around. Clean up some of the dead bodies. I don't understand. Like you got to get rid of them. You got to put them outside. Put them outside. Like what? What the fuck? Just get two well, like, people. You can just arms and legs and fucking haul them out there. You got to get out. You got to get it outside. What the fuck are these people doing? Well, no, no. The, you're talking about the ones in the White House still, right? I'm talking about everybody. Well, no, because like the the redhead woman and her daughter, they actually went through and put everyone the only out ones. back. Yeah. But like, I mean, they're all women trying to carry like huge dude bodies. And the White House, they said, the, the the security guard girl, she explained how it's like an entire town's size just of a building. So there's there's parts of it where they haven't even gotten to yet. So they'll get around to it eventually. Just give them time. There's, the body's just going to rot away. Hopefully. Before they get to crossed. it. Fingers crossed. They keep like putting it off and shit. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, this is a, this behavior is really... After half you the world's to get population locks, just wipes out mysteriously, do you think cleaning up after them is like the number one priority for everyone else in the world who's still alive? Fuck yeah, because no, it fucking like stinks. Last. No, like after a week, it's like uh, this is too. This smells terrible. I can't. I can't oh, take yeah, this smell well, anymore. You got to get it outside. That's, they have candle shops. I don't see the shit in the Walking raided. Dead. I don't see people. Yeah, the, the candle shops are. Wiped the candle shops are the first thing you go apocalypse. raid, and then targets, <laughs> and then you just like light a nice I can't little wait like till we go into a candle. House with all the candles. That's all it takes. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's all we got to do. Get some more candles. Could never have enough vanilla flavored candles. Fact. Yeah. Our candle makers mostly a male dominated. I don't, profession because I'm not like, sure. I haven't researched the industry enough to know. That's like the problem they're having is like not enough women with, with STEM degrees. So yeah, they're, they're really fucked right now. And no one knows how to parallel park. I like that that one redhead lady and the daughter they're staying put in their old house and they've moved to like the, the dead son and ex-husband or dead husband to the backyard and they've got all the bodies out there. 
and the crows are like fucking picking at them because they're gross decaying dead bodies that have been there for a month or whatever but it's like the middle of winter so i don't understand why that lady went through the hassle of digging like a foot deep non-grave grave she was trying to dig a grave but she couldn't why yeah. the fuck are you not just burning the bodies like the simplest solution is right there in front of you they haven't thought of it i was annoyed not me. as smart about the body thing it annoyed me so much that the they were dead. just burning all of the fucking bodies i didn't understand that it pissed me off it, well it i like i understand that half the population is gone but like you would think that the it this looks like the walking dead, you know, like these cities, they, it is just decimated. Just fucking everything is in disarray. Like buildings are destroyed and shit. It, it, it's craziness. It looks like a post-apocalyptic world, which it kind of is, but it's only, it should only be half an apocalypse. I, I just think it's too much for what happened. Yeah. Cause like you'll have, you'll run into the occasional occurrence where like, when it first happened, there was a plane that immediately yeah. went down and took out like half of whatever city it was, DC, I think. And you'll have that and the handful of cars that all like crash into homes. But like it shouldn't be completely wiped out because like not every dude in existence was operating a airplane or a car at that moment. So I don't understand how everything is so fucking utterly destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, I'm really. I'm honestly trying to think. Have you ever had a female pilot on a plane? I don't think so. So like, I think so. Like, not every man was driving a plane, but every train, every plane was being driven by a man. I think. Like, I, I cannot think of a single time I've had a female pilot. Uh, I can't even think of a single time I've seen a female pilot. Like, besides like army commercials, but that's it. So maybe maybe this was a little more dev. Well, like all the planes coming down, okay. But the fuck are you listening to? Alexa, stop. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of hurt me. In How there. did that turn on? Alexa? I don't know. It's some, something. I said something that sounded like its name. All right. Anyway, so yeah, the, everything's devastated, and it's too devastated. Like they don't even have. Like they were saying that. Because the men were the ones in charge of the electric company, and so the president had to like reach out to these few women powered and owned generator companies or whatever to try to keep the electricity on. And that was a big groundbreaking like breakthrough moment for her was getting that one lady to agree to turn the power back on or some shit. And then like all the stores are completely out and there's no food left anywhere, even though like I mean Half the workforce has to be women at these like basic like simpleton bread companies and shit, right? Like they should still be able to like run and function and deliver yeah. to cities. That's the part that I'm not understanding why it's so depleted and yeah, it's it's just too much. It's like the the entire world didn't get destroyed. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. It is a good show. I like it though. It is, yeah, I like the show. I, I recommend it. Watch it. Watch Terriers. That was better too. Yeah, watch that. Watch the fighter. <laughs> thing. I'm gonna look for that tonight on Hulu and watch episode one, the good episode. <laughs> I doubt they have it on Hulu. All right. Speaking of TV shows, uh, I also watch The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead update. We're back in the Commonwealth 
for this episode. So that's pretty fun. Um, so we're going back and forth between there and Alexandria because Alexandria is fucked uh, because there's a hole in the wall. So like zombies are getting in and shit. How'd that happen? Probably the whispers. I don't, I don't fucking know. There was some whispers in this, some rogue whispers and Aaron tortures the fuck out of them and like makes a zombie bite his hand to like make him talk. And then they like cut off his hand to like save him. So he's like, he's really, he's really torturing people. It's fun. Aaron has a daughter somehow. Like I thought he was gay. I don't know why he has a daughter. Yeah. Aaron and I don't remember that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. But so he has this daughter and when, when people like, oh fuck, there's a zombie broken, uh, breached the walls. He just like gives his daughter like a rape whistle and he's like, go in the basement with this rape whistle and I guess blow it. If zombies come blow it and attract all the zombies (laughs) right to you to like get more. So it's just a weird, it's a weird defense against zombies. It's it's a daughter he hates and is actively trying to murder. Get out there and blow this whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Distract the zombie. (laughs) That's his escape plan in case any zombie, uh, uprising happens he sends his daughter to the basement to blow the rape whistle and while they're focusing on her he gets away scot-free it's a yeah, perfect plan I think so good job right. Aaron. hero fun stuff and uh and judith is like pulling knives on kids that like talk shit which is pretty fun i guess someone's like oh no wonder your mom left you and then she's like say it again and like pulls a knife on this like teenage boy her mom died. She's like five like years every old. Every other kid's parent has died in this world too. Like what the fuck line is that? I, I Well, I don't know if they're referring to her actual mom or to Michonne. I, I cannot, I cannot remember what's going on with Michonne, but she hasn't been in there. So they might be referring to that because he's been called, she's been calling Michonne mom for like four seasons now. I think we could just safely assume that she is dead if she's not actively appearing on the show. Like, uh, I, yeah, what kid in this know. world Maybe is like making back. fun of someone for like having a, a, an abandoned like parent every other really one shitty is kid dead like come on yeah yeah that is pretty shitty she should have just responded well at least my mom didn't get bitten by a zombie you bitch that slapped the kid <laughs> yeah i mean cooler. you could just say that to anybody it's good probably an accurate comeback yeah at least i didn't watch my wife die in front of me you asshole slap an old man who's <laughs> giving her a lip bitch <laughs> uh, so that's going on there and then in the commonwealth we're like watching eugene eat ice cream and shit and then that's then the episode ended said last week or whenever it was i asked you about the commonwealth that it was eugene zeke and uh princess there right yeah so did those two get ice cream too uh i think princess tried some ice cream yeah nice and she's just like oh shit that's some ice cream. All right. Remember so Shiva? I miss Shiva. I should give her some ice cream. Shiva? Wasn't yeah. she in Resident Evil 5? No, no, not the Resident Evil, the good Shiva, but the Walking Dead Shiva. I don't remember Shiva. Isn't Shiva, Shiva the name of the tiger? Oh, uh, fuck, maybe. I don't remember the name of the tiger, but yeah, no more tigers. I'd like to see that thing eat ice cream. Yeah, I would like that too. I mean, I know my cat really loves ice cream. Anything dairy, the cat loves it. Loves yogurt and all that shit. So Shiva probably loves it too. All right, so there's The Walking Dead. So I And I just realized something. Uh, next week is... 
Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't pick anything for that. Wait, no, we still have a week. No, no. The next Friday is uh October first. I was gonna pick something relatable. I was just gonna pick Why the Last Man Volume Two, but no, oh. I'll go look for something else. Yeah, I I actually happened to see some horror books. Uh, you know, the in the past week or two, so I, I had some saved up already for Giraffe Tober. Um, so I'll, I'll just go with start with mine then. Uh, I'm gonna bring in, all right. I'm gonna bring in Knock 'Em Dead collected. There's like some zombie or like a skeleton doing stand up comedy or something. I, I don't know. We'll see. It says horror, so cool. Are kaiju's considered horror books? Sure. Yeah. All right. The very first thing when I first opened up the website called Godzilla Rivals. I have no idea how long these are, but there's only two of them on here. So cool. Let me try to open one and see. Make sure it's like not a single issue. It's actually a collectible. Big scary monsters. Godzilla's rivals. So as far as a TV show, let's see. Why didn't we save Hellstrom for this week? Nah, fuck. We should have. You planned that poorly. I guess I did. So I'm just looking at list of Halloween episodes in DC comics. Oh, there's one from Smallville. You want to watch that? All right. It's called Thirst. I don't know what episode it is, but uh, we'll figure it out. Thirst. Smallville. Join us next week for that. And in the meantime, follow us on the, or follow me on the internet at Donnie Elm. Follow us at DC the God as well. Then follow us at giraffes hvt pod on facebook and twitter and go to patreon.com slash giraffes have black tongues and soundcloud.com slash dj von mir the music all right see you next week bye Hopefully there's well, a Halloween no, no, thing. No. In those Invincible issues. doesn't happen during Giraffe-tober. <laughs> Invincible takes a back seat to Giraffe-tober, my friend. Giraffe-tober trumps okay. Invincible week uh, months or whatever. All right, all right. Really want to finish that fucking series. Unless it's a Halloween themed issue of Invincible, then I'll make an exception. Oh yeah, we should try to find that. I wonder if they have them. Like a Halloween special. Maybe not like specifically of Invincible, but maybe like one of those like weird one-off like specialty stories that they do yeah. tied into the Invincible world. Maybe there's one I of those. I would think something like that. Better find a Guardians of the Globe Christmas tie-in miracle for December. Giraffe. Giraffe-mas Giraffe as well. December. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. It's all these holidays coming up.
So they're saying that uh, kid who plays Spider-Man is done after this new Spider-Man movie. Oh, um, Tom Holland? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw something about a new Spider-Man. Who's the new Spider-Man? They had some guy voice Spider-Man in that What If show, and I guess it's him is what they're saying. Oh. Are you still watching What If? Do you watch that weekly? No. They had a zombies episode. I watched that and it was underwhelming. Um, oh shit. We could say that. No, I haven't checked it. Oh yeah. Shit. We could watch that for, that works for Jurassic. Yeah, it does. And I already watched it. So I'll just go from memory. So I don't want to watch it again, but no, I haven't checked it out. Let's, let's see what other, what if things there were. Yeah. They had the, what if zombies? That's the question. What if zombies? That's stupid. The next episode after that is what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I don't know. Who cares? But Killmonger's cool. I Wait, see what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? Yeah. Yeah. Then he wouldn't be a cool character anymore. He'd be lame as fuck. Yeah. It, that would take away all the interesting things. End about of show. I just wrote it for you. You've got your yeah, answer. Yeah, there you go. Don't waste That's your time, everyone. You're welcome. Right. That's what if. Cool show. Mm-hmm. great episode one seems like a waste yeah it does a lot of it well the, the whole thing is it's just too it's just not fun enough and it's just seems very stilted and like it's it's called what if but it seems like they still like have to fall into a certain formula and like like the same movie things like oh well this didn't happen in the movie so we have to be very careful about which characters we use because we haven't used this one yet we can only use characters we've seen before and uh, they have to have the voices of the actors or something. I, I don't like it. It's just too. Maybe rigid. they're just desperately trying to like run out those like eight appearance contracts that they signed for like all of the actors in their movies. <laughs> so they're like, hey, just come voice your character in this awful what if cartoon show. And that way we can uh, fire you a lot quicker and be done with you and get a good actor to replace you. Or introduce a good character that isn't lame as fuck. Yeah, right. That must you, be it. Have you seen the trailer for the Hawkeye show yet? Uh, I saw that it came out. I didn't actually see it. When does that show come out? I don't know. I don't. Oh, did you see the trailer? I did. I'm excited. It, it looks like it's very heavily inspired by the my all-time favorite Hawkeye story arc, and Matt Fraction and David Aja comic which is fucking awesome Hmm. it looks like it's a very shitty version of that but at least it's inspired by it it's hawkeye fuck yeah it's hawkeye november 24 yeah two hawkeyes hawkeyes it's this one's like kind of reverse it looks like the girl kate bishop she's posing as ronin for some reason and then hawkeye like stops her and trains her to be hawkeye as opposed to like in the comics when real Hawkeye Clint was all being Ronin and everyone thought he was dead. Steve Rogers hired Kate Bishop and bestowed upon him the name Hawk or on her, the name Hawkeye to replace his buddy Clint. And then Clint returned and they shared the name. And then like in that fraction comic book, the Hawkeye buys the building and he's like, he buys a, a apartment complex and he's just kind of like the, handyman for everyone and keeping them all safe in it but it looks like in this that like the building and the dog the pizza dog the dog who loves pizza it looks like these are all being given to kate bishop instead of hawkeye clint 
So it looks like everything is reversed. Which could be fucking terrible. Could be fun. I guess we'll, we'll see. see. So it's going to be Kate Bishop in the next Avengers movie instead of Young Avengers. Male Hawkeye. Oh, okay. Can't wait. Okay. Now we just need like a spinoff Iron Patriot series. It's like they had that kid cameo in the Winter's, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier show for like two seconds when they were oh, talking yeah. to his grandpa. That kid eventually becomes Iron Patriot. They need to get a show going with that kid to like finally start doing him as a hero. And then you have eventually. Your Young Avengers team right there and Hulk winning yeah. his giant monster alien dick. Can't wait for that. Can't wait till they start showing us the dicks. Yeah. That'll be the best episode. 